being something we take to be so. So most of us, knowing it or not, are rooted in a subject-object modality. Yes, that would be duality. So non-duality is just a negation of that. It's not saying... Uh, it doesn't say there's not two and then there's a one. It's just not two. Yeah, and then find out, basically. That's my take on non-duality. That's the definition. Non means not, and duality is two, so not two. So it comes... Uh, so that's basically what non-duality is. So if you run with that a little bit, basically non-duality, in a sense, when there's a mention of bondage, the freedom from that bondage is prior to the bondage. Yes, it doesn't happen after the bondage, it's prior to it. So basically, our inherent state would be what we're looking for. And basically, what we're looking from at all times. That would be sort of the take. So there's, it, it has a different movement than, than any other thing, because everything has a movement either towards or away. This is no movement at all, basically. So in most practices there's a reference point that becomes the starting point, which is you. And then you are going to try to find something, let's say peace or abilities or enlightenment and stuff like that. And it would make sense if enlightenment was a thing or peace was a thing, then it would be just like the body goes shopping. It goes, it looks for a cereal, it goes to the store, finds the cereal, eats the cereal, and the cereal makes it feel better as, it, as what it is. It doesn't transform into cereal. Yeah. And so, like when I was in doing a lot of drugs, I did a lot, a lot, a lot of cocaine, but I never thought I was cocaine. Yeah. There was always this fixed reference of me being a body, and that body now wants to, let's say, become spiritual because, let's say, it's tried a lot of other things, and it's the last sort of temple on the block. Let's go for spirituality, but there's still the fixed reference of you as somewhat of a body. Yes. That in non-duality, that would be the mistake. So basically, there's statements like the seeker is the sort, uh, the gateless gate, the open secret. What's looking is what you're looking for. They're they're constantly implying that what you're looking for is what's looking right now. And if you really just look at what's happening here, you could call it consciousness in contact. This event. We're having contact seemingly through five gates, and then there's a sixth gate, the mind, that gets is in contact with thoughts. Yes. So the five gates are the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. There's something that's moving through those gates to have an experience. Now, the way the mental state, which is what I'm mostly speaking about tonight, the way the mental state. Uh, reacts to the conscious contact, it says, I'm the one who's conscious. So it implies that you are doing the seeing, you are doing the hearing, you are doing the feeling, you are doing the tasting, you are doing the touching, you are doing the thinking. Now, it won't get to an absurd length where it'll say, you're doing the heart pumping, beating, you're not doing the blood pumping, because if you did, if it was under your domain, you would have died in like a second. Something would have come on the TV, and you would have forgot to beat your heart, and you'd be dead. Yes? So, and then no one would go, hey, you know, I'm sitting here doing a talk, and then I go, wait a minute, I forgot that burrito I had earlier. I gotta take a break and digest the burrito. And then when I'm oh, I have that pizza from Thursday, I'm not going to be able to do the talk, i got to go home and digest the food. Everyone would laugh. But there's a much subtler process of the brain-body, which is thought, and we believe we're the thinker of those. 
So you have to see the absurd assumption that's constantly being duplicated, implied, reinforced by the thought system, by that voice you're hearing in your head. You think you, you and I believe it's us only because it sounds like the vocal cords out of this body. But then there's a big leap that we call it our voice. That's a huge leap. Yeah. So the whole point is the selfing and it's not self. There is no long-lasting independent separate entity. You are not an individual unit trying to find unity. You are unity, yes? You are that which you're looking for, but not as that which is looking. Yes. So the denial of non-duality is to recognize what you're not, not try to find out what you are. Because the assumption is we're starting from a false reference. Which we, we're starting at square three, claiming it to be square zero, and then the game board looks totally different from square three as the beginning or from square zero. You miss a lot of important information if you seem to start at square three, which is what you are. <laughs> and then there's an assumption of what you're not, and it can get so absurd that what you're not will start looking for what you are. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see the trouble in that? The trouble is seeking. No, the trouble is seeker. Seek, there's nothing wrong with seeking, it's the seeker. The seeking is being claimed, and after that, if we can, if you agree or disagree, just please do it silently, and then we'll have questions at the end. But that's a nice statement, because you believe, all right, if you stop the seeking, then things would be fine. But whatever the mental state, which is what, which is the root of selfing, the mental state's biggest movement is claiming. Yes. So consciousness and contact brings about things. Yeah. Brings light. Brings things to light, and then the mental process arises and claims them. So let's say they're seeking. The mental process will claim the seeking to imply the seeker. That's where the bondage is. The seeking is just facilitates the bondage. It does not produce bondage. The, the, the producing of bondage is you as the seeker. Yeah? Not the seeking. Because then people will go, oh, so I'm going to stop seeking. But that's another form of seeking. Yeah? You're never going to get out of seeking. We're seeking all fucking day. But I'm saying you were never in the seeker. Yeah? You're not that which you believe is doing the seeking. It's just seeking. Yeah? Just like it's just digesting, and there's just blood moving, and there's just breath coming in and out. Yeah, you and I have nothing to do with it. This is the whole point. The mental process. When we were kids, when we were babies, supposedly the research is there was no self and other to about twelve or eighteen months. Yeah, there was no feeling of being a self. Yeah, if you ever see a kid. A little baby, they're the most attractive event going on here. Someone could spend $30,000 on plastic surgery and incredible clothes. If they walk in the room at the same time as a baby, the baby's going to get all the attention. Yes? Because that's something that's really attractive. That fucking freedom, that inherent freedom of being awake and not knowing you're fucking awake. So this mental process arises. We grew into it, in a sense, yes? That mental state, its first movement is to claim. It doesn't have a life, so it claims the one we offer. And how does it do it? Just check it out. The biggest word in the language is my. So, yes? 
So there's seeing, and then there's my seeing. My seeing weighs so much differently than seeing. There's hearing, and then there's my hearing. There's feeling, then there's my feeling. There's tasting, then there's my tasting. There's touching, then there's my touching. There's problems, then they're my problems. There's time, then it's my time. There's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, my girlfriend, my boyfriend. The my is the bondage. That's where the weight comes from, and then it's distributed through the things it's claiming. The thoughts are being used because the health is yours. Yes? Feelings are being used because they point to you as the feeler. Yeah? How many feelings have been generated today in this event? Yet there's always been all those feelings just pointed to one feeler. That's the bondage of self. That's what people want to get out of. And the whole beautiful message is, it's an impossibility that you were ever in it. So in this sense, the best way to get out of it is realize you were never in it. That's what works. How long does it take to get out of an imaginary place? No time. How much effort? None. That's it. You are what you're looking for. As simple as that. It doesn't say you are what you're looking for in the eight pages of requirements you have to fulfill to become that which you're looking for. It says basically you are what you're looking for. That's it. Not, it doesn't say who. Yeah. What's looking is what. It doesn't say who's looking. It's what's looking. Yeah. So consciousness is what's in contact here. The mental state arrives later and it presupposes it was before. That's what it does. Yeah. Consciousness gets neutered. You would have, if, the, if, if there was just a dog shit awareness of just being awake here, it would be more than enough. But that, that obvious condition of being awake has been neutered by the claiming of it, and now it's presented as you're awake, and if it's you that's awake, it can seem like you're, you were asleep, which drives a huge engine of seeking to get back to being awake again, only to go back to sleep again. This is prior to anything. This is prior to any bondage. The true freedom from bondage is prior to the bondage. Because prior to the bondage, it's an activity. After the bondage, it's a fact. The bondage becomes a fact when you look at it after. When you are someone who's in bondage, that's it. the bondage seems to be a fact to you. Yeah? But if there is no you there, the bondage is you're prior to it. And all you see it is is an activity. That's all it is. It's a mental activity that's implying insinuating, inferring, presupposing that you're a someone. That's what it does. The whole language all day is keeping you in a trance. Check it out. The language implies that we have a lot to do with shit we have nothing to do with. Like I go surfing a couple years ago. The knee went out. Now if I got out of the water and I tell people what happened, I say I hurt my knee. Sure sounds like I went out there with a hammer and I fucking hit my knee and I heard it. Like I was responsible for my, my knee giving out. I had nothing to do with my knee giving out. It gave out. Then the mental state arrives and what it did, it claimed to be the one who did it. That's what it does all day. Yeah. It's, it creates a new reference point. Then you start all your journeys there and starting a journey and knowing where you physically are will be good to get to Idaho, let's say to know that you're in L.A. before you get all the maps. Or if you want to buy a sandwich, it's nice to know where you are to get to the sandwich shop. 
But when it comes to what you are, that doesn't work. You can't find what you are. You are it. You can't see what you are. You can't touch what you are. You can't taste what you are. You cannot feel what you are. You're never going to hear what you are. What is hearing is never going to be heard, ever. What's feeling is never going to be felt. What's tasting is never going to be tasted. What's touching is never going to be touched. You are that. Finally, it's like the horse is in front of the cart. You're at square zero. And as they say in Zen, blue will be blue, red will be red. Things will become very, very clear to you. Not because you did anything or through any thought, just a recognition of what you're not allows you to find out what you are, which is awake. We all are inherently awake. Right now, there's only two events that could be happening. You can seem to be asleep to that, or you can seem to be awake to it. That's basically it. Yeah. One allows you to travel lighter. The other one allows you to travel lighter and heavier, 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 a little bit lighter. Heavy, 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 little heavy, 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 heavy. So the first movement is claiming. Yes? You see it in the language by the word my. Let's say we put money up here, sex up here, health up here. Everyone would have a, it would trigger some response, yes, based on what you think your condition is concerning those things. All right, we're going to change the word without changing any letter of the word. My money, my health, my sex. I love you to all have a lot of money, but I don't want you to have any of my money. Yeah? See the difference? That's happening all day. That's what the mental state is doing. It comes after the conscious contact. It presupposes it's before the conscious contact. That's why it's so frustrating, because you believe you're the thinker, and yet the thinking won't listen to you. It's fucking frustrating. You figured if they were your thoughts, they'd fucking obey you, wouldn't you? At least give you a little respect. Let you sleep a little bit at night. You know what I mean? Not ruin your first date or something. But no, they're just doing what they're doing. And then if you listen to people talk about feelings, they'll say, I didn't want to feel that. They came after the feeling. That's what's frustrating. People think, if I'm the think, if I'm the feeler, I should have fucking some say in the feelings. Well, it doesn't seem like you do, does it? Does it? I can't get sick this week, and then you're sick. You basically have no power. So what happens? What we do? We get the next best answer. We act as if we have control when there's no control. Thoughts will come and go. When they're about you, they get extended in time. Thoughts will come and go like everything else. When the, when the mental state claims it, it extends it in time. That's how it seems to become real. It says, I, this is what it does. I've seen it. You know? The mental state, the thought system that we're saddled with, thinks about us as a body. When you're thought about, yeah, thought about, you're thought about a body. When you're thinking about what happened to you five years ago, you are pictured as a body. 
the only way you can be thought about is by being a thing. You can't think about yourself as consciousness. You are conscious. You can't think about yourself as spirit. You are spirit. You can think a lot about what you're fucking not. And that's what's going on. The thought system. It's recollecting something that happened to you. Let's say that was bad. And then so, and it was like a traumatic event. Where do you feel the trauma? Not in the past. You feel it right now. And you're worrying about what's going to happen to you as a body in the future. And then you're scared it's going to be bad. There's a contraction. Where's the contraction happening? In the future? No, now. That's what the mental state is doing. It's remembering you as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It's worrying about you as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. And its logic goes like this. You were there. You will be there. Therefore, you are here. Self cannot admit any light. It's non-existent. It has to be remembered to appear to be so. Your mental state is constantly remembering self. It can't get rid of what we are, but it, can seem, it seems to be able to distract us from what we are, as being what we are, by taking ourselves to be something else, a body. That's the bondage of self. It's an activity. If it was bondage to self, that would mean self was a thing like a chair, and I'm a, so I'm a thing like a body, and I was bonded to it with a handcuff. It doesn't say bondage to, it says bondage of, which is an activity. It's an activity. It's all it is. And the mental state, sort of like a parasitical movement, or let's say like a snake. There's an old story about a lady saves a snake and puts it in a little shoe box with a nice little comforter and gets a little eye drop and feeds it every day. And after four or five days, it takes it out and walking around the park, and the snake bites her. And then she looks at him and goes, Mr. Snake, I've been so nice to you. Why did you do that? Hey, I'm a snake. The mental state is like a parasitical movement, and it will be a parasitical movement. And it's never going to be socialized or therapized or fucking else to get in line. It isn't. It wants a life, and it doesn't really want you in it. It wants to live an interpretation, and to do that, it has to neuter the sense of being on. You have to seemingly forget that you're inherently awake. And then the double whammy is, you may, in that state of seeming awakeness, you may try to become awake, which is a double fucking whammy. Because awakeness cannot wake up. It's awake. Yes. (laughs) Now, did anyone try to hear that? No. Did you? No. Has... Does the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching exhibit any thought or effort ever? If a sound, if your ears are open and they work, you're going to hear whatever sound occurs. Yes? Is it discriminating? No. Does the hearing have preferences? No. We do. The head, but the hearing doesn't. It's going to hear what's ever able to be heard. Yes? Has any of that that's been the base of our whole life demonstrated any thought or effort to be conscious. If it hasn't, why do you think that you can get back there through thought and effort? If that which you want to get back to demonstrates no thought or effort.
never going to see a bird. And if a bird flew here with my eyes open, I'd see it. <laughs> it didn't matter. If I made a vow, you know, bless my heart and hope to die, I'd have to die because I'd see it. Yeah. Do you go to seeing classes in the morning? Do you really? Do you get like on a treadmill and there's like <laughs> mandalas or tankas like this and you seeing and hearing fully? No. There's no thought or effort in being conscious. The thought and effort is not seemingly being conscious. That's where all the thought, thought or effort is involved. That's why there's 70,000 thoughts a day in one's head. I was a house painter. All I needed was like 15 thoughts to make it through a day. You know what I mean? I was never surprised. There'd be four walls, a ceiling, some trim, some baseboards. I have to figure out where to eat lunch. What are the 69,985 other thoughts doing? They're reinforcing the story that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. You're a body. Look at, look at what they call spirituality here, a spiritual journey. What takes a journey? Does a spirit take a journey? Where the hell is it going to go to? Where would you say, oh, spirit was in Idaho. I saw it there. And it, I saw it by a ticket, and it's going to L.A. That would be a journey. Bodies go on journeys. Bodies get to the high mountaintop of spirit. The spirit doesn't. <laughs> and then it's not a spirit that falls into the depths of hell. It's a body. Even what, even our own nature and the pursuit of it, which cannot possibly work. How can you pursue what you are as what you are? There's a great Zen master, Huang Po. He tries to save us so much fucking time. He says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yeah, that takes a whole lot of shit off the game board immediately. All right, so you're not perceiving <laughs> at all. Not the body that I'm seeing. There's no way. And then he goes, you cannot use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Cannot use mind to seek mind, the young mind. When I say big M mind, it's only like awareness or beingness, not the mental processes. You can't use light to seek light. It, you can do it for eons and nothing's going to happen. There you have it. Yeah. Why is that the case? Well, maybe you're taking yourself to be something, and then in that point of view, it's really a fucking great idea to seek the Buddha. But what would happen if you are the Buddha? Wouldn't the seeking for the Buddha deny the fact that you're the Buddha? Wouldn't, you don't see how the seeking for the Buddha would be used to deny the fact that you are a Buddha? That's what's happening here. Because the great master says it beautifully, Sri Ramana Maharshi. He says, the presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. That's what's happening. The mental state is presupposing the non-existent thing. How does it do it? When there's seeing, don't you feel like it's you seeing? That's the presupposing. Yeah. When there's feeling, doesn't it feel like it's your feeling? Well, let's say when there's an action that comes through this body, you definitely feel like it's your action. Yes, That's the presupposing of the non-existent thing. We're going to go on for a while, yeah? So... And then it goes here. If your spiritual practices 
are affirming the non-existent thing, how could they destroy it? That's a worthy question to entertain. If the spiritual practices are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how could they how could they destroy it? How could that which is soaking the fire put the fire out? Yeah. I know the last few times in Toronto I talked, we had lovely kirtan, here we are kirtan, beautiful devotional music people. They weren't planned, but they were there and they set up. And they would talk and everyone would go into an experience of real uh, blissed outness. Then I'd come up, i go, okay, here's the bad news. <laughs> it is a fucking bad news. I'd much rather be going to, you know, fucking the Amazon and painting my face and having a blog post every night on my ayahuasca trips. Much more exciting. You know, I could actually believe I'm fucking getting spiritual. But being what you are is fucking really ordinary. Swear to God. It's like dog, ordinary dog shit awareness. You're just awake to being awake. It's no fucking, there's no, you know, black belts or anything like that. It's just obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it becomes obvious, the Buddha ain't going to seek the Buddha. <laughs> it's going to be the Buddha. As Paul, as Mary, as Jill, as Steve, as Eric. <laughs> it's going to be totally okay with being Eric and Steve because it ain't. It's quite aware that it's not Steve. And then Steve can be the biggest Steve it can be, or the smallest Steve it can be, because it ain't me. You actually become more of an individual when you're not an individual. Seriously. So the first movement, selfing. Selfing is this activity, the thoughts that imply that you're the doer of a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. Insinuate that you were there and insinuates that you're going to be here. Yeah, it does this all day. You've got to see the trance you're in. We're listening to this one fucking franchise radio station, Unclear Channel, and then we have our little satellite dishes, which is Paul and Steve and Mary, and it's because it's about Paul, I'm totally interested in it. If it was about Stanley, I'd change the channel. I have no fucking interest about Stanley, what he was doing five years ago, but I seem to have a huge amount of interest in what Paul was doing 30 years ago. I mean, is 30 years ago much more interesting than 5 years ago? It's neither. It's not about me in one's case, and then it is about me in the other, and that's where my interest is. It, I'm always interested if anything has anything to do with me. We used to have this, this example. Let's say there's another meeting across the way, and there was a girl I saw go in there that I really liked. I liked to get with her biblically, let's say, you know, <laughs> Now, I haven't told them my master plans, you know, but I'm picturing I'm going to be married. No divorce in the future, just married, a couple of kids, maybe. Both, all adoring me most of the time. So I'm really interested. So I'm trying to, I'm doing the talk, but people are noticing I don't seem to really be present, so to speak. And I say, oh, Paul, come on, you're supposed to be here. And I go, yeah, no, I'm supposed to be here, but here's the assumption. You think attention and interest is under your command. It ain't. Yeah? So... To the interest of attention, the mental state says the most dominant, most important thing in the whole world to my well-being is her. 
Yeah. Fuck all of this. Let's put all the attention on there and hope she says something about me like, hey, I like that guy, so I'll have a little edge on the bet. So when I see her at the coffee, hey, honey, would you like to go out tonight? You know? yeah. So what happens? Oh, she's talking, I'm listening, incredible. And then people come up to me and they put a book on the table. It says, how to lose interest in a conversation in another room. And I read the book, I agree with the principles, but I can't seem to stop this thing. Suddenly, I hear she says something. I'm really, my spider sense is totally attuned. And she says, I really like that guy, Matt. And my name is Paul. What happened? I lose interest immediately. I don't have to send like a Navy Six team out there to retrieve my attention. As soon as it's not about me, I'm right here again. You don't see it? The bondage is based on interest. Because it's about you, you'll keep tuning into that station and keep subscribing. It's like having a fucking broken GPS with the worst maps. Yeah. <laughs> never, they never, it never brings you to happy, joyous, and free. It just, you know, and if, and if it fails, it's got the perfect fail-safe mechanism. You turn it on yourself. I should have done more. It's all, this is self-centeredness. The system feeds on the cent- you being the center of it. So when something fails, you'll blame yourself. So you'll keep subscribing to the same maps, keep on doing more hoops, more this and that. When do you finally arrive at where you already are? Right now. How long does it take? No time. What are the requirements? The, none except unless you have some. That's basically it. So if you see what you're not, and which is an activity, you're never gonna get, you're never gonna see what you're not. You can be busily looking from what you're not, but you'll never see what you're not. What you will see is a lot of activities that are implying there's a someone whole. Yeah? The mind itself, the big M mind, has to buy the advertisement to picture itself as a body. The selfing cannot make a self. It can only appear to point to one, insinuate one, imply one, remember one, be anxious about a one, but there isn't any one there. It's sort of like if you ever hear that self-inquiry and you ask, who am I? It's like being at a front door of a house. If you knock a thousand times and no one enters, it means there's no one home. There's no one home. There's just verbing. Everything is a verb. Everything is verbing. There's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The interpretation, the dream, is the seer and seeing, the hearer, the heard, the feel, the felt. That's what it is. Like when you were a kid, I had this sense of life happening. Then after five years, six years, the mental state develops. Now life is seen as it's happening to me. That's a fucking interpretation. To me, I see it as slavery, basically. The attention of right now gets dispersed and extended into yesterday and tomorrow, so you seem to lose yourself. It's an impossibility. You have... You know, there's these books for a while. I don't know if they're still doing it, but there was books on how to get into the moment. Do you ever see those books? 
how to get into the moment. And they give you all these things to do <laughs> to get into the moment. No, I bet you no one ever read the whole book. You know, they'd read it and then they'd buy the next one, how to really get into the moment. And then how to really, really get into the moment. It's all based on an insane assumption you could be out of a moment. You and I have never been out of any moment we've ever been in, ever. You are the moment. Without you seeing, there's nothing to see. There's a statement, uh, I guess it's in neuroscience or somewhere, it says, the observed gets distorted by the observation. To me, what we're doing really is seeing no thing. And the way we're figured here, in this idea of being this action figure, we see no thing as something. And there you go. As the course, you ever hear of the Course in Miracles? The Course in Miracles states it so beautifully. It says, you and I are the dreamer of the dream. I like to use the word dreaming. I don't believe there's any nouns. But you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. How the hell would dreaming forget that it's dreaming? By dreaming, it's the dreamt. So the dreaming becomes identified as the dreamt, and as soon as it's dreamt, it's the dreamt that everything it's dreaming has the ability to affect it as the dreamt. So now thoughts are dreamt, and now the thoughts have you, don't they? One thought can ruin a whole fucking day. It's not a thought that ruins it, it's my it's the idea that thought is about you or you're the thinker of it. That's where the glue is. The thought is just a, just facilitates the bondage. The bondage is your fucking interest in it. Yeah? The freedom isn't no thought. It's freedom from mine. Thoughts are fine. They come and go, just like everything else. Some of them have value here. They tell you where the keys are. Yeah. But when the job's done, they recede back into the space. When it's about us, they prolong, they extend. Now you thought about, I always lose the keys, and I shouldn't lose the keys, and what, what does losing the keys make me? I'm a key loser. And on and on and on and on. Just tons of mental fucking projectile vomiting. Once it gets its one little car in it, it just repeats, blah, 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 blah. Of course you fucking want some relief. But you're trying to get relief for that which you need relief from. That's the dilemma. It's like the longings aren't off, they're misdirected. The yearning for peace is gorgeous, but it's misdirected. It's going to be you that's going to be peaceful, and that's not going to happen. All you can be as, as a peaceful you is to be unpeaceful very quickly thereafter. And then all the words we use, like enlightenment, that means cessation of all suffering, in these groups, it's being used to promote and create more fucking suffering. People are not enlightened. When am I going to be enlightened? I haven't done enough to become enlightened. Why is he enlightened? <laughs> Fuck, how did he get enlightened? <laughs> you don't see the insanity of it? How are you ever going to find where you're looking from. The only way is to see what you're not. In seeing what you're not, that's the seeing from what you are. 
you know yourself in like a reverse bunker shot. You see what you're not, and then what you are becomes obvious. You can't experience it because it, it is what's having all experiences. And what's having all experiences is not an experience. It would be something else if it could be experienced, and it ain't, yeah? So you stop, so the wanting to know yourself, or is, see, wanting to know yourself can only go one way, be yourself. As Ramana Maharshi says, to know God is to be God, yeah? Everything out here, you become a knower of. You, to know mathematics is to be a, a mathematician. To know medical, you're a doctor. But not when it comes to the topic of what we are. To know what you are is to be what you are. And awareness is not doing awareness. Consciousness is not doing consciousness. It's not sweating, seeing. It's not, it's not breaking out in the sweat because it's been seen too much all day. You may be fucking tired of seeing things, but it ain't. <laughs> it's not like you've got a quota of consciousness Sunday night, and you got to spend it wisely. <laughs> you got a big weekend coming up. I can't fucking... i got to stay as unconscious as possible. Just watch TV. That'll help. Fucking movies. <laughs> Die Hard 12. That'll keep you unconscious. So... You know, it doesn't run out, does it? You don't run out of seeing, have you? So it's not a quantity. It's not. It can't have zeros to represent what it is. It can't be counted. It can't be diminished or added onto. Well, there is is that. But when the mental state says you're the one that's conscious, then suddenly an insane possibility becomes seemingly possible. You can be unconscious to the fact that you're conscious. It could never possibly happen, but it can seem to happen in time, and seemingly is the word of the words of this place. It appears to be true or false to us. Everything is seemingly so. There's no reality at all except for the, that which is looking. We're the only reality there is. We're lending reality of things by being identified as a thing. This isn't about making the world disappear. It's, making, it's realizing you never appeared. There's no you that has to be undone. It never fucking happened. It can only seem to happen in time. You are exactly as you have always been. Just like an empty sky. Your pristine, pristine emptiness that allows everything to appear in it. You can have 365 days of July 4th explosions. The sky does not get ripped open. Planes fly through it all day. They never call the tower. I ran into a big chunk of sky. Birds take a shit. It doesn't land on the sky. When it rains, the sky doesn't get wet. Yet all this shit, millions and millions of clouds have passed across the screen of sky. Have they affected? Has any of those clouds that look like a dog became a tattoo on the sky? There's the dog again. Every day I see it. Huh. Everything comes and goes, yet nothing touches the sky. It comes and goes in. That's what we're like. That's what mind is like. Pristinely, we're in a Buddhist place. The emptiness is pristinely empty. It's void of anythingness. It's not like the void, like sort of down at, you know, 4th and 15th. There's no place called the void. <laughs> There's no things called enlightenment or peace. It's not a thing. You don't get peace. You are peace. 
everything that we're looking for comes from the ofness that we are, not from the inness that we seem to be in. As Jesus says, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. What we're looking for in this world is not in, it's of, it comes through us. This world, if it's working, can tease it out of us. Yeah? You must have a passion for me It's surfing. It would tease out a joy. I never left the water thinking I left my joy in the water. I can't surf now for a few years. The joy hasn't gone. It just gets teased out in other ways. You're the source. You are what you're looking for. The seeker is the sort. The gateless gate, the open secret. How could a secret be a secret if it was open? Exactly. It's right underneath our freaking nose. For me, what happened is I was in recovery, and recovery, very. And they're very good at describing the activity of the problem. And they get down to the point that self is what has defeated us. Being convinced of that, we look at some of its manifestations with the hopes that we could imply that which is producing the manifestations. Because we can't see it, in a sense. There isn't any self. Yeah? So what happened? One day I was going about my business and my mind cracked open. I was reading this chapter. And... I saw the idea of self as a foreign installment, as a parasitical movement. And for the first time, even though the possibility was always available, it was the first time it became available to me, which is, I saw I was not that, and the next possibility was I could be free from it. And when that dawned on me, it showed me how many times I had been trying to be free as that, which I'm not. That all my retreats in the fucking Thailand were based on trying to be free as what I'm not. And finally I saw that I was not that, and then I entertained freedom, and the direction was correct. That I'm freedom from what I'm not. And that's a stabilized, and now the action figure travels lighter. It doesn't mean the geography of my life changes dramatically, it can or not, but it does mean whatever geography is in store for this action figure, I travel lighter over it. And I'll tell you something, after that's been happening for a while, what more do you want, really? You're just calling something enlightenment, but what you really, it would translate as that, an ease and comfort in your own skin right now and in the circumstances you find yourself Realizing you outshine the circumstances and situations. You're not dominated by the circumstances and situations. You precede everything here. There's nothing that is beyond you. You are the seeing. Let it in. This is like a spiritual subpoena. It can be served tons of times. There's that dog. Sorry, Uncle. Like a spiritual subpoena, you're going to be caught. You're going to get a letter to go to court, but not to the court you're used to going to, because the court of the mental state, you've been convicted a long time ago. You're just fucking living a sentence. You go every year like a fucking habit, your probation, but you're never going to be. They're never going to give it to you because what you did was so bad, (laughs) or what you omitted was so bad. This will take you to the court of light where all your seeming transgressions and trespasses are annulled as if they never happened.
<laughs> and then now what are you going to do? <laughs> then you're going to see a lot. You're going to see a lot. You're going to have a sense of being incessantly on. No dimmer or, or brightening switch. There's no off on this on this. It's prior to off and on. Yeah? You're awake to being awake. A lot of the shit falls off you that you had so much value in. Just look at the influence of time here. I just drove into the city and everyone's move, everyone I saw was totally influenced by time. They were trying to speed up, trying to get there, trying to get there. We're being, we're like cows being herded and prodded ahead and ahead and ahead to a bigger, better moment. It's like slavery. The, the thought system is drenched in time. The sense of being okay is thrust into I will be okay and I was once okay. What about the okayness that's inherent right now? It's not addressed at all. It's I always will be okay. You know, time is, we're drenched in time. It's an aspect, it's the main, it's one of the main foundational aspects of dreaming that mind is doing right now is time. Watch it, watch everybody. All the thoughts are drenched in time. All the movements are being influenced by time. It's sort of like the gravity of the body. I was just at a sushi place. Nobody in this whole city, I bet you, was complaining about the effects of gravity today. Not one fucking person. They were, thousands of them, but they were, they were attributing it to something else. That, that hill, the treadmill, yes, all this. But it's all gravity. And then people will become professors of gravity. They have they wrote theses about gravity. They have an eight hundred page book on gravity. They circuit speak on gravity. But all you need to know to know all you need to know about gravity is go into an anti gravity chamber. And by its absence you'll know its presence. Yes? Well in this case, by questioning the pseudo presence, you'll realize it's absent and that's the presence. You're not going to be here to get it. And when the relief occurs, the problem will tell you, the solution will tell you everything about the problem. And suddenly, when you had no relief, and now you seem to have a basis of relief, then you look at what was there when there's seemingly no relief, and it was fucking you. <laughs> You're at every scene of every freaking crime. <laughs> if you just start asking, is the, who is that? No one will ever answer. And then you'll see your original face, like in Zen, which isn't a face. You'll be the interface of life. The foreground will move to the background, and in the background, the space will move to the foreground. Instead of the foreground as things cluttering up space, they'll move to the background, and now the space will be in the foreground. The horse is in front of the cart. Fucking blue is blue and red is red. Things make fucking sense to you. 
if we had a kid, a little kid out being us, you know, if my four, the four-year-old Paul suddenly confronted this Paul, it would probably come in one second. You're fucking insane. It would look at me. You're insane. You value yesterday and tomorrow more than now. Yeah? And there's no yesterday or tomorrow. You can't see it. You can't feel it. You can't taste it. You can't touch it. The only thing that can be done is thought about. That's what provokes it. Yes? Is there any yesterday? If you're screwed up tonight, I'm telling you it's not about tonight. It's about last week and next week. We are, most of us are reacting through time in this timeless moment. Instead of responding to this timeless moment and seeing time, we're reacting to time and not seeing the timeless moment. Because in time, it's all about us. In the timeless moment, it ain't. I'm stoked, man. This is great because it saved me a lot of trips. Don't have to go on another fucking three week retreat in Thailand. You know? So meditation's great for the body. But you, you know, in my humble take, you're never going to meditate yourself out of being the meditator. You're never going to dance yourself out of being the dancer. You're never going to think yourself out of being the thinker. You're never going to feel yourself out of being the feeler. You just got a question who is that feeler? Yes? If it ain't you, you'll lose interest in the feeler. And then the feelings will come and go like everything else does you. They won't be extended in time, and they definitely won't be put into orbit around your planetary pole. Yes? And then you'll see space, you'll sense it, you'll sense presence. That's what you are. You walk into a room and sense the space. That's what seeing is it's a sense. It's not vision. That's the eyes. Seeing is a sense. It's an awareness. We are all that we are all seeing. That's all we are. In the act of what seeing. If there was there's there's insects that have seven senses. They're having seven forms of experience. There could be fifty sense doors, and we'd have fifty forms of experience. The consciousness isn't defined by the doors. It could come through eight hundred thousand doors. Yeah and have 800,000 different experiences. There's no definition on consciousness. It's the sense gates. We have five. Something new better than give us any more. Can you imagine? We have enough. We think enough about five sense experience. Can you imagine we have 30? You never leave your house. You'd be going over everything. Oh, fuck. Why did... I should have done that, 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 that. Wait a minute. There'll be a lot of things to negate. I omitted that, that, that. In recovery, we say, hey, don't take yourself so seriously. And I'm telling you, if you're identified as self... You can't take self more serious than that. <laughs> you cannot be taking it more serious than that, calling it you. <laughs> that's, that's way beyond <laughs> reliance. That's identification. Yeah, so there's a solution. From the problem, from the solution's point of view, there's no problem, really. It's an activity. It can seem to be a problem, but it's an activity. From the problem's point of view, you need a solution. If you find this solution, it's going to exterminate itself because there is no problem. You won't even need a solution. You'll just be seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, just as it's always been and just as it's always going to be until this thing ends. 
Questions? <laughs> this is an invitation, really. Let me say one thing. The mental claiming, this is, this is one of the dilemmas I saw with spirituality. So let's say we're at a meeting and it's about we're all lions, yes? So some of us would like that. Sound good. I'd like, hey, I'm a lion, you know, sounds good. Especially, let's say, if you're taking yourself to be a sheep, yeah? It would sound great to be a lion, yeah? Because then you wouldn't be, you know, if the guy would try to make you a sweater, you'd fucking rip his throat out, you know, <laughs> and shit like that. You wouldn't take any shit, and definitely wouldn't be herded anymore, right? So, all right, so here's all the sheep, and they're hearing about, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, and here it comes, sounds great, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, but you don't know that your hearing is configured. You think you're a sheep. So how that message, you're a lion, it can only be translated into I can become like a lion. Because the dominant reference is you as a sheep. That's what's happening with spiritual meetings and stuff. The message gets thrown out, but what catches the message may not be you. It may be a you. It may be the selfing. Yeah? Supposedly it only takes about 500 or a second for it to arise. And I don't think there's any process on this planet that can get before it. The only thing that can beat that gunslinger is timelessness, and that's what we inherently are. That's why the freedom is prior to the bondage. You are that which you're looking for. So here it comes. So you're hearing, you've got to, so we, like a lot of people complain about these talks, which will probably happen tonight. <laughs> everything this guy says goes over my head. Yeah? So one of the guys who used to handle me finally asked me, he said, Paul, what about that? Everyone's complaining, everything's going over the head. I said, well, it's, it's true. I'm, the message is being thrown over your head. See, people in self-centeredness think I'm talking about to them about mine, but I'm actually talking to mind about you. <laughs> because if the mind hears the message, uh-oh, to you. If you hear the message, it will fucking disguise that. Yeah. But if the mind hears the message about you, it may entertain. Hey, I may not be that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this is like spiritual sperm because I know what we're dealing with the mental state's got like you know those Buddhas with a thousand arms it has a thousand arms with a thousand mitts on it every message it catches and neuters it you know, you're a lion oh I can be a lion like a lion da, 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 da. oh you, what you're looking for is right now oh it's going to take me 30 years to arrive all that stuff. so if you throw enough sperm spiritual sperm one of them's going to get through to the big egg and then, and that's big on mind. And only one is needed, and then the mind will conceive an idea or a possibility. I'm not that. And then suddenly another one comes out. As soon as that one's entertained, if I'm not that, I can be free from it. That's when it works. Because right now, if you're entertaining freedom as what you're not, that freedom is going to bind you to the idea of being a self. That's what it does. Yes? doesn't have any respect for lineage or 5,000 year old shit whatever, is, whatever it comes in contact with it's going to try to claim this beautiful message will be, oh this message, I heard the message yeah whatever so, that's why we have repetition constantly keep repeating the same invitation, some people have been seeing me for years nothing has fucking changed <laughs> We've never had an intensive, never had a retreat, never had personal gets-togethers to go over shit. It's just a simple imitation. I have too much faith in mind. 
I know what it is. I have a sense of it because that's what happened to me when I heard this message. It was like an unspoken yes, and it's been reverberating ever since. And in hindsight, it's, it was the last answer because I haven't looked for anything ever since. And now it's just constant entertaining yeah, of that which is always available at all times with no requirement necessary to need it. So, yeah. I, I guess I just wanted to comment upon that. It seems like you lucked out in that you accessed a truth and it remained true. But there is, for most people, the, the forgetting. And then there's the sense of, oh, wait a minute, I am dreaming, but I can't quite find my way back. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, the, the selfing is so habitual it, it, it's, uh, it wants to feed on you all the time so it's see, nice to right, sort so of see, look at the so absolute this is that, that which says it's, it's gone somewhere by saying it wants to get back it's actually attempting to authenticate it's gone somewhere that first movement that's taken to be so and then you go I want to get back is a lie You've never moved. If you can just hear it enough, maybe just once, once it's going to trigger. It's sort of like a lens, a, a camera. So here's the lens. And let's, the mental state is called self-centeredness, yes? Which is the perfect definition. It's centered on self, on being a body. Right? A historical action figure. So that's one way of looking. So with this looking, it's still seeing, it's still the seeing, but the seeing now is being funneled into a form of looking which limits a lot of possibilities. That if they were available, the seeing would see, but because it's looking, it's sort of like this. Let's say there's a huge camera with the greatest, clearest lenses. It can look 360 degrees, HD constantly, never needs a battery, never needs a fucking charger that you could lose. Nothing like, no printing any of the pictures out. Yes, there it is. And then it's walking around and sees this little camera, like a brownie. Remember those old brownies with the plastic lens? Be like a yellow tinted thing. It was fucking, you could basically... I thought I took a picture of my uncle, but you just have to assume a lie because you can't see anything. Whatever. So there's that camera. The big, mo- the big camera goes, hey, let me look through this camera. And it looks through this camera. And while looking through the camera, it gets confused. And it starts taking the camera, the Browning's attributes and apertures and lenses to be its own lenses. Yeah. Now, the big camera hasn't changed one bit at all. It didn't lose its big camera in this. It's just seemingly forgetting it's a big camera while looking through the small camera. So while looking through the small camera, now it's trying to tolerate this very small look way of looking and the tint. And then maybe it even gets into a whole like a dedicated life to try to increase the browniness of the brownie camera. You know, They'll get fucking polish it and everything like that. But it's a brownie camera. It's got its severe limitations. And what would happen would be, is maybe if it heard something, and it would say, it wouldn't be like hearing about, oh, there's this great huge camera and it's 360 degrees. You would hear that message as the brownie. Just like a clone that's humanly programmed, if there was tons of evidence that it was a clone, the way it would hear that it was a clone would be with the human program. That's exactly what's happening here. Yes? We're hearing everything... We're catching everything and interpreting everything from being a body. 
It's the reference. All right? So, okay. So, it's not about, all right, now I'm going to look for the big, huge camera. I am the big, huge camera. All I need to do is question, hey, is this me? Yeah? And if I'm not the brownie camera, what will happen? I don't need an operation to cut me loose from the brownie. There's been no bondage. Yeah? I never became attached. I didn't become the brownie camera, nor will I ever become. I just seem to be the brownie camera. As soon as I get the news, hey, I may not be the brownie camera, the, the, the pulling away is there's no like, uh, it's just... <laughs> and then suddenly you see the brownie camera. Instead of looking from the brownie camera, you see the activity that was implying insinuating the brownie camera. You see the conception, the reinforcement, the spur, the spawning of self. You see it, yeah. Not from the you can't see it from the brownie. You're looking from it all, but from the big camera, you see that which you used to look from. Yes. So now the aptitude moved up, and more is included. Da 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 da. See here, a lot of people have realizations like this. They have a big realization of clarity, so that's pretty safe. Because, uh, oh, I'm so fucking clear. I'm much clearer than any of you. Oh, yeah. So wait, when, when, when will they notice how clear I am? No, I'm even more clear. These are all safe. But what happens when the aperture goes like this, and you're seen? You're seen. You don't look from the body. You see the body. The gig is up then. And I don't give a damn how much it says you left and you have to get back. It's all advertising. You have never moved an inch, ever. The mental state goes... If you're not be-wedded to the mental state because it's all about you, you'll realize all those shooting stars do not... They're not like fucking... They don't have a hookup, an attachment, and you're like a trailer to it. <laughs> the, the humongous everything and everywhere goes this way, and it doesn't. Everywhere is everywhere. Yeah? So more gets revealed. You see that? See, see, the funny thing is, it doesn't say, oh, I left the space. It says, I want to get back to the space. It just assumes it has the power to leave what it can't leave. And as soon as you buy that one, then it sounds really noble to try to get back to it. That's how it does it. That's its heist. It makes an insane assumption. It goes unnoticed, and it builds on it. Like the insane assumption is you can be out of a moment. And then that's taken for granted. Now you're working hard to get into the moment, which is really reaffirming the possibility, which is impossible that you could be out of a moment. That's the heist. It just duplicates itself millions of times all day. It's the same thing. Once you see the burglar, let's say you finally see it, and it's in your kitchen taking the silverware. If you see it, it's very meek. It just puts the silverware down and goes to the garage and works on a tire. Now you have the composite drawing. You'll start recognizing it in all its little disguises as you. Yes? And there was, there, when the movement of it goes, we're moving, it won't be we're moving. It will be it moving. Yes, you have never moved at all. You are seeing. So maybe you get one hit now. The one hit will be get another hit. And then the critical mass will occur. 51% of your stock will leave that dead preoccupation and you'll be traveling lighter. Yeah. You will lose interest in the need to be liberated because what needs to be liberated ain't you. 
You truly will. The greatest part of spiritual growth is losing interest in spiritual growth. <laughs> See, this is a bad career choice for me because I'm going to I'm supposed to become obsolete. That's my job. I'm, not, I'm just giving you an invitation. I'm talking the mind about you, and the mind's going to get it, and then. <laughs> There'll be no need for me. Hopefully, you'll you know you'll send stipends to the senior citizen home of non-duality teachers. <laughs> they can create a fake audience, so I feel like I'm giving satsang. I need some purpose. I need some purpose in this life. <laughs> the case, the action figure has its whole own programming. They'll be looking out for it. When people say, Paul, come to dinner, you're, you're going to respond. You know, it's a oh, little Paul. <laughs> this whole action figure has its dreams and goals, but the lightness will come from what you are of, not in here. Yeah? So you wear things much loosely. But of course, I t- this has tons of preferences. I'd rather this be over faster than later. <laughs> really, literally, probably. You know. This, I'm telling you, I have not gotten out anything out of any talk that's ever happened. Ever. It's been like a black hole. There's, it's not an experience. I mean, I've seen to, I have seemed to have attended tons of talks. The only reason why, because I never showed up. It's the only reason why it happened. But I have not gotten anything out of this. I can't extend it. I can't make it anything. It's just, as they say in Buddhism, empty. Now, I enjoy it in a weird way. I like seeing big holes of my my absence. I'm tired of the story of Paul. I mean, when you're 30, it's fucking great. But 60, it's getting a little old, you know? I mean, you're going around. I can't be pulling up. Because the head's like 18 years old, so it's thinking it's going to go on the junior prom with some girl, you know, 60 something. Or if like a woman, a pretty woman, watches me cross the street, I'm thinking, oh, she's probably checking me out. She's really thinking, should I help the old man? <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the GPS is quite fucking off here. It's like 1970. You know? I mean, it's really crazy. That's going to continue on. The selfing is going to keep on selfing. That's what it does. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It has all to do with the body and the, and the brain and everything, and it's going to do what it does. Yeah. Hopefully you'll find some things that it's passionate about, and I'll keep it engaged. And I'm, I'm a believer that this, the action figure needs a purpose. So if you don't have one, make one up, because it does. It does better if it has purpose. It's like a utilitarian vehicle. It's, to me, this isn't a Bentley. This is more like a Toyota pickup. Yeah? It needs to be used for fucking delivery of something. That's what gives it a sense of well-being. And this has a sense of well-being. This has its own little sphere, which is maybe a sense of belonging, makes it more at ease and shit like that. 
Feeding from the eternal fountain doesn't mean this doesn't get fed. Yeah. People have a strange idea. They have a very exclusive look. This isn't either or. This is very inclusive. There's the action figure, seemingly, and then there is what we are. Absolutely. There's no contradiction in either of them, to tell you the truth. One's appearing in this in the other, in a sense. Yes? So this see that to me it was when this was seen as not me, the urban renewal project was cancelled. Right? There was no more fucking super working on this, trying to make it better all the fucking time. I just want it to be like a beater, like a car. You know what I mean? I have a certain level of quality of enough. And one of the biggest bywords of my whole action figure is enough. Yeah? It has gauges. When it hits enough, that's it. It's just, all right, it's made enough money. Now it's time to chill out. It does this. It's like the seasons show up. I make money on tours, and then I go home, and I don't do it too much. I hold regular meetings. I'm not motivated until I'm motivated again. Yeah, it just goes on and on. And it likes, it rather see Game of Thrones than Bruce Willis and Die Hard 8. has preferences. So the dreams and everything, they're all built in for this thing. This thing is extending in time, and they're, they're, that's where goals and dreams are. But to, have, to, have to wear them loosely is the, way, is the art of living, yes? And the art of living isn't going to be uh, developed in the inness. It's going to be expressed in the inness. It comes from the otherness of what we are, yes? That's, that's all, what allows this to travel later, yes? Yeah. So let me say, this does better if it's led instead of leading. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does better if it's directed instead of directing. Yeah, it's good at that. It's more like it's like a more like a hose to the water. Yes, it gets defined by the water moving through it. If it's a hose and the hose is self-centeredness, it's going to think it's supposed to fill that up. But it actually it's a it's a vehicle of expression. Yes, the water wants to come through the holes. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I see it. So. And it's not an authentic self. There's no self. You're not going to arrive at an authentic self. There's no authentic, long-lasting, independent, separate anything. Anything is not truly authentic. Yes? It's an appearance. The reality is nothing. The appearance is something. Yes. You were talking about time before. Yeah. And See I, that? Time before. <laughs> and I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking of uh, pictures came up in my mind about driving towards death. I would go slow. Could you talk a little bit more about time and, and death? Well, let's say death is the end of time for us, yes? So they don't really have anything to do with each other in a sense. Yeah? But time, to me, is humbly, and this is just like metaphysics, really. But time, to me, is one of the main foundations of dreaming. I believe the bigger mind is dreaming here. Dreaming, like the Course would say that you and I are the dreamer of the dream. That's the hit I have with, of it, yeah? So for something to appear, it has to appear in something, which is space. And for something to be seen, it takes time to see it. So that's what's happening, yes? So for this, for when that which we are observes itself, 
as nothing, it sees it as something in the dream. So something is space and time, yeah? So time extends, and this is what the mental state does to verify itself. You can almost take any pain if it only lasted a second, but when it extends in time, it becomes unbearable, yes? Time is a huge influence here, completely all day, and being very unnoticed. We have ideas of time, meaning 10 o'clock, 11, but the feeling of time is like a hand in the small of your back pushing you, always. So when you're in a moment, it's always bookended by a previous and past moment. So every here that we're in, in the mental state, is chock full of there and then. You're never here in the mental state. Here is always bookended by yesterday and tomorrow. There's no here in the mental state without the bookend of yesterday and tomorrow. The here of the spirit is here. The mental here is really bookended with there and then. This is how you get to be extended as an action figure in time and space. Yes? The, way you, the only way you can feel to be what you think you are is by remembering, again, time. And memories are the biggest supporter of all. And as they've now proven, is any time you try to remember a thing, all you remember is a memory of it. So in fact, nothing's ever fucking happened. Literally. When you go back in here to a certain time and place, you don't go anywhere near that time and place. You go to a memory. Yeah? And that's here and now. It's like here and now. It's like not being happy enough with this. We made this whole fantasy world of there and then, and the mental state digs it because it can make itself there. Here, it seemed to be not so. There, it's all there is. And like we say in recovery, if you go into the past, you go there by yourself. There's no higher power of God with you. You're the higher power. The mental state is. And if you go into the future, you go there alone also. That's where the mental realm is. The mental realm is playing God all day. That's what it does. And time is the way it does it. You self, if it's not generating in and of itself, it has to be remembered. Yeah? It had to be remembered it was for it to seem to be. It has to be thought of that it will be for it to seem to be. It can't produce its own Venus. It can only produce a seeming Venus by yesterday and tomorrow. That's why it's constantly busy. That's why the value of your thought system is obvious. It's happening now, but its value is yesterday and tomorrow. <laughs> Doesn't it? If it had a value now, then with the thoughts would stop. <laughs> the mission is complete. You're here. <laughs> Wake up. But instead, its mission is not what we think. It's not. Its mission is to lead us. But as the brain, as the Course in Miracles says, the brain interprets to the body. The brain's whole interpretation of this event is reference you as a body. That isn't going to change. The brain, which is part of the body, interprets to the body. Vision doesn't interpret, it sees. It's seeing, yeah? That's where... You mean with the eyes? Hmm? No, seeing. Okay. That's why the knowledge of seeing is being. It's not a knowledge, yeah? It's being. The idea of knowledge, you have almost none of it. 
You need to know what you need to know when you need to know it. It's very economy. You don't have a giant library of wisdom. The possibility of wisdom is always available. But you're not chock full of it. That would be too fucking heavy. Yeah? You're very pared down, very economical, and then what you need to know is, is known when you need to know it. No, not before nor after, really. Yes. You know when you said about the girl in the next room and you were talking and you made plans with her and you had children and all. <laughs> Did I? Fuck. I they get home. <laughs> but when when you heard that it was really Matt yes. that she liked and not Paul, it, you know you like jump back into your own lecture or talk whatever you're doing yes. but a lot of people would have been sad and depressed and maybe destroyed for life based, <laughs> uh, based on the she wasn't that great <laughs> <laughs> no but you had built up the way you described it I know trying to embellish things and the same thing with the scheme and not the scheme sorry the surfing yeah you know, you, you were able to just accept it, you know. Well, you better. <laughs> I'm not going to do it right now. See, I'll miss surfing when I get back in again. I'm not going to miss surfing while I'm not doing it. But when I go back in, I'll go, wow, I miss surfing. Really? That's how it works with me. I don't know why. I have to accept, man. See, I had this... I got run over twice in one night by a car. Now, I was in a hospital bed for ten months. By myself, and the thought system, yes? <laughs> and the thought system presented so many scenarios about how I would be if I hadn't been run over by the car, but it would always sort of negate the basic fact that I had been run over by a car. <laughs> yeah? It would forget that important piece of information and it would just go on its little frolicking way. Oh, I got hit on January 30th and it would be saying, well, up to January 29th, everything had been so fucking great. Every fucking day, you know, just total advertising. You know what I mean? And because this is how the mental state produces exquisite suffering with the violin of time. Yes, it adds on more, and then it says what you've missed because of something, what you would have gained because yes, it plays time like a fiddle. It doesn't obey time like we seem to obey it. It doesn't go from past to present to future. It bounces all around. It uh, the mental process is after conscious contact, but it presupposes that its idea of you is before conscious contact. That's what it does. It has no. It doesn't play by its own rules. It uses time constantly to extend things that are. It's sort of like, all right. So you get a reflection of self. What it wants to do is have a full-length mirror. So the full-length mirror is extension in time. So now you have this huge story of how it would have been if that hadn't happened, but with the fact that it did happen. Is totally forgotten. <laughs> it's sort of like it believes like, oh, I have so much power that that didn't happen. So let me just go ripping on what would have happened. But it can't override that happens, yes? Because it has no power. That's insane to listen to that. Isn't it? I mean, really. Now, you don't feel like you have any say in the matter. It's only because 
the interest is so into it, yeah, because you think it's about you. That's really the key. So if you can hear anything out of this message, maybe see that which is talking seemingly at you is a foreign installment. We've all been saddled with it. It's sort of like those movies where they're in a, they got this very hot space helmet and there's fucking the, the lens is all fucking ripped and everything and smells in there. They've been farting or something. And then one of them starts taking you off. They go, no, no, it's going to kill you. And he takes the helmet off. And they're still, no, no, and they just refuse, you know. They don't see that they have the same fucking helmet on, yeah. Take it on. It's like you're wearing a pair of glasses that you're calling your eyes. So you never check to see if they're unreal. I'm telling you, it's unreal. It's a fabrication. It's a form of looking called self-centeredness. That's hijacking or avoiding the reality of the seeing that it's riding on, like a, on its back. Yeah, All there is a seeing, but in time it looks like there's someone looking. And that looking is truly being used as the blindness to the seeing. So when you're trying to look for the truth, you'll never fucking find it. You are the truth. It goes, I can say it 800,000 times, ways. That's it. It's a simple little, see, the mental logic makes total sense after you bought the insanity of it. It fucking does. It says, yeah, I'm going to do this, and therefore that will happen. You can't apply that to what you are. You can't go out looking for you. You'll never see it. The dog is chilled, yes. It doesn't have a huge sense of self-centeredness. And of course, time doesn't seem to be that important to it. It's like when you were a kid, when you were playing, were you worried, will you be playing next week? I had no idea of time yet. I had no idea there was a next week. And was I trying to do meditation or anything? I had an entertaining and same idea I could be out of a moment. And I wasn't taking my mother in confidence to my room and saying, Mom, how was I playing today with Wayne? Would you break my playing a B? I'm hoping, I don't know, I think something's wrong. I don't seem to be able to get as much out of playing as none of this is fucking happening. This all got developed in the mental states. Why do you think it's trying to... Who's it talking to up there? When it's trying to convince you to do something, who's that you it's trying to convince? If it's not you, you'll lose interest in it. When you lose interest in it, you'll gain interest in other no-things, let's say. Yeah. And now, instead of your interest and attention enriching the, the slavery of dead preoccupation, it will enrich your day the same thing. It's just like everyone here has tons of faith. If faith is a force of mind. I'm not talking about a faith. Faith as energy. Yes? It's neutral. Totally neutral. But here, in this dreaming, it's going to manifest by the, by the vehicle it's put in. So let's say a thought system, there's faith in the thoughts. That's what produces anxiety out of what's not happening. It's the faith. You believe the thoughts about next week, and then next week seems to have an effect on you. Now, it's not leaking into this Wednesday or Tuesday at all. Next Friday, there's no signs of next Friday encroaching on this Tuesday. But the thought system can go there, and if there's faith in the thought system, it can produce, it can harvest a crop from an imaginary field. You'll feel anxious when there's no threat. Mm -hmm. 
you won't be responding to what's happening. You'll be reacting to what's not happening. That is called slavery. That is called the bondage of self. If you see it, just like anything, have you ever seen, maybe you've had a knot in this life, and then finally you, you, it, it's allowed to come to the surface, and if you just allow it to be exactly what it is, it reveals that it isn't? And always, if you let everything you're so fucking scared of it being real, if you, by trying to make it unreal, it's as real as it real can be. When you let it be as real as it wants to be, it shows itself as unreal. The only reality is what's looking. We're it. As the Course in Miracles says, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's a pretty comprehensive statement, everything at all, in one sentence. You, we are the reality. When false evidence rises to the point of appearing real, it has to appear real to what is real, us. How could false evidence ever appear real? Unless it appeared real to what is real. And that's what's happening all day. The mental state is providing tons of false evidence, and then our believing it's about us makes it appear real, seemingly. And therefore, there's a reaction to what we think we're responding to, but it's a mental reaction to an interpretation. It doesn't have to be that way. And, even, and it still doesn't have to be that way, exactly being that way, because it's not about you. You're not the one that left, and nor are you the one that has to get back. That's like an insane travel agent. That's fucking booking you on flights all day. Oh, you went too far this time. You're going to be exiled. That's playing God. You've never moved an inch from what you are. Everywhere doesn't go anywhere. We'll put out this perfume. You'll get it. It's obvious after a while. You, know, you don't have to pour over books unless you like pouring over books. To me, everything's an invitation. To me, entertaining is you hear a statement like, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. And then the mind, like Jesus supposedly took two fish and two loaves and fed thousands, that's what the mind does to these cryptic statements. It entertains it, and then tons of, tons of download comes from a simple statement. Tons of download. Every time I say some of these things I learned in the course, every time it produces an avalanche of sense felt down, you know, download. Every time. And it's like less than a sentence. It just triggers the avalanche. It's not the snow. It's not the mountain. We are. Let it entertain. Let's see where it takes you. Maybe you'll, start, you'll see that you've been traveling lighter with no thought or effort on your part. Hallelujah. You're on to something. Go to Zen Bislap. You have tons of content. If you need repetition, it's available. Go to other people. If they read. A lot of them are a lot nicer than I am. Go with the people with the loving gaze, if you like that. You know? <laughs> Go with the people who want to sit here and things like that. That's not how it downloads with me. I, I, I don't like comforting. I like to irritate. Fucking let something get fucking rubbed up and see what, what it is. See what happens. Some of the best shit comes with this, not, ooh, but this. <laughs> See what arises. And it's not you. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yeah. So, this is my last night for this trip. Yeah. Uh, thank you.